You're listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday Show. My name is Jack McLean, I am your host, and each week I stream live at 6pm Australian Eastern Standard Time from our YouTube channel to provide a weekly update. I also stream live to our Instagram to answer any questions sent through to us during the week. And then at the very end, finish off with a power tip to help footballers gain a competitive edge for the upcoming football season. You might be thinking, how do I feature my question? It's very simple. You can email us at info at or direct message us from any of your socials. I'll include the answers in the next PLP live chat show. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode and are hungry for more Aussie rules football knowledge, then our academy is for you. Our academy is designed for footballers and aspiring AFL strength and conditioning staff. Included is weekly coaching sessions, invites to our community of athletes and coaches, and complete free access to our high-performance education. And lastly, discounts on programs and merchandise. For more information, head to preparelikeapro.com slash academy. Let's get into today's episode. Hope you enjoy. Update. It's here where I'll be discussing what an AFL flush run is all about. I've just recently received a direct message from one of our fellows on Instagram, and I thought it'd be a great topic to kick off this week's podcast. So this is also the segment where I'll talk about the upcoming guests on the show for the podcast this week. So we've got a couple of massive live events as well. G'day, Jordy Love, the chair and inmate. Good to see you. And we have our two live events as well on Eventbrite this Friday. So that's for August 26th, one for Australian Rules Footballers, one for Strength and Conditioning Coaches. I'll talk about them a little bit later on. We've just released a new blog post as well. That was on Wednesday of this week, all about how many AFL hours typically players do in a, in a in-season week, particularly at the pointy end of the year. And then I break down each day what it looks like from a physical point of view, from their craft football training, gym loads, and and of course, skills training. So we're not including things like meetings with the skills coaches or psychologists or other support stuff like nutritionists, dietitians, and so forth, just the physical stuff. So then for those listening in that want to, uh, maybe they've got a gap year, they've just finished high school and they're looking to get drafted and you want to try and replicate a program similar to an AFL um, program, which I know is quite popular these days, then hopefully this gives you a bit of a, an idea of what type of work they're doing. But We'll get straight into it. So what is a flush run? And if you have any questions for those tuning in on our YouTube channel or Instagram, feel free to send them through and I will uh, make sure to answer your questions. But a flush run is is simply a active recovery that players will do anywhere from typically plus two days from their game day. So if you played on Saturday, that would be on Monday. And it it's all about feeling good. So also known as active recovery. Flush because you you you're promoting blood flow through your legs, which will help remove a lot of waste products, which is built up with high intensity bouts and also the big hits in the contested part of the game. It just helps flush all, all that out of the body and helps the body remove all that waste product. So rather than sitting idle and letting all that just sit there, it, it's really helpful for athletes to actually move once they're plus two days from their game to help them recover early in the week and then prepare for their main training session, which helps them prepare ultimately for the for the next game. Whereas if you just lay low and players may, you may find that listening in, in, in a week where if you haven't done much for a 48 hour period, you feel quite sluggish. And that's because you haven't used your body and both mentally and physically that can have a negative effect. So 
to be able to follow an aerobic flush run, also known as a feel-good run in the Australian circles, it's really simple. You can, and I've done this many times with the teams I've worked with, you start at one arc of the ground, you run to the other end of the arc, and the main cue that I like to focus on is keep your feet close to the ground. So it's you know, the opposite of high-speed high sprinting efforts where you, your feet, because you're generating so much force, is traveling far off the ground and you're getting a high knee lift. With this aerobic flush run, we want little steps and keep your feet close to the ground so you're moving at a slow speed and that distributes the loads over many steps. So it's a high cadence run. And you do that on the way up, it's really slow. Build up to maybe a 60% effort on the way back so you get a little bit more intensity on the effort back. That's roughly about 100 metres on most grounds, football grounds. And then you'll spend a couple of minutes of some moving through some range of motion. So you might be doing some squats with different foot positions. You could do some rotations through the upper back, work through lengthening your hamstrings, your hip flexors, all those muscles that are under high demand in a game because your body's still in that recovery mode. And we know that from research that doing some objective markers like Nord boards, groin testing, using force plates that it can take up to about 72 hours, some players even longer if they're under chronic heavy load phase of their training to recover from the recent game. So that's why we want to try and help those muscles restore their range of motion when they're feeling tight. So the old saying, if you don't use it, you, you lose it. So getting in some mobility can be a great thing to do to break up our flush run because we don't, we're not looking for a conditioning stimulus when we're doing our flush run. We're just simply looking to increase the body temperature a little, promote blood flow and get that recovery effect. So the athletes actually leaving those flush runs better and feeling better physically and mentally than when they started. So it's really important that you're not just doing repeat hundreds and get the heart rate coming up and you're actually getting into a fatigue that you're keeping the, the intensity down. And that's why it's, it's quite helpful both mentally. So it's not getting boring as well to throw in some movement and mobility through different planes of motion to help make that flush run more effective but that's one way you could do it and you'd do that you'd repeat that uh, about four different times and change the mobility sequences so hit your, your big ticket items like carbs groins uh, so your hips area upper back hamstrings and anywhere generally that feels tight so that's the the nuts and bolts of a flush run hopefully the example helps another way that i've seen effective is is working through doing 680 meter efforts at around a 15 second rep with a 20, 15 to sort of 30 second rest, depending on how fit the athletes are. So there's many different ways you can just do that along the wing. There's many different ways you can do it, but it's always best to generally do flush runs over a short distance for that reason, as I mentioned earlier, that there's not a lot of fatigue. Going into our podcast for this week. So on Wednesday, we're going to release our interview that I'm doing with Tim McGrath this Sunday that will be released on the podcast on next Wednesday, so the 24th of August. Tim McGrath is a knee specialist. He has a clinic in Canberra known as The Pitch, and he's specifically well known in the elite sports circles for really working with difficult cases from a knee injury point of view. So helping athletes, rugby, soccer, football, uh, AFL football that is, that have had maybe two ACL injuries and they're, they're, they're returning back to play, whether it be operation or, or not. So really looking forward to having the chat with Tim this Sunday live. If you have any questions for Tim and you're listening to this on our Instagram or YouTube, make sure to tune in. That's going to be at 3.30 p.m. this Sunday. And if you're listening to this in the podcasting world on Monday, we release this episode. Stay tuned. We're going to release that in the podcast on Wednesday. 
our live episode for next week is going to be with Brendan Eagleston. I'm lucky enough to work with Brendan. He works at the Melbourne Footy Club and is our rehabilitation physiotherapist. And he's going to, his topic of discussion is going to be all about his processes to return to performance. He's got a nice balance between working really closely with the athlete and building and making sure they feel confident they, they're ready to not only return, but return in good shape, as well as having some objective markers that he's, he's developed over his system working at Norwich, North Melbourne Football Club, and then now his time at Melbourne Football Club. So he's got great experience and a, and a great philosophy to share with us in terms of his principles and methods for returning athletes in, in good shape and, and getting a good result. So that's Wednesday, 8 p.m., and like all our private uh, live shot shows, dynamic. You guys can tune in. You can send in your questions and watch it live as we as we have our chat. So make sure to tune in for that one. And then on Friday we have two live events. One for Australian rules football is all about game day preparation. We're at the pointy end of the season, so we want to talk about recovery early in the week. We want to and, and straight after the game, which is when recover the recovery mode starts. How you can maximize your sleep, your nutrition, active recovery, massage, and, and really make sure you've got a good routine at the end of August that you can see through all the way through to September. Hopefully, playing on the last dance in the in the grand final. So, finding that routine is critical this time of year. Finding a, a what works for you on each day as you build into from recovering from the game prior to leading into preparation for the upcoming game. So for those footballers that are wanting to tune into that one or for parents that want to tune into that one to help their kids with their recovery from games, particularly ones that are playing back-to-back games, Saturday, Sunday, which is quite common, that's going to be at 4 p.m. on Friday, the 26th of August. You can subscribe to that through Eventbrite. We've got the link in our podcast. There's $10 tickets. For those that are on our academy, you can access that for free that event like all events that we do you, you have full access to it for free so be an academy member it's just twenty dollars a month so if you're looking to join head over to prepare like a pro academy.com.au for the strength conditioning coaches listening in super pumped about our next get better plan episode will be last one was all about load monitoring how to do it with gps how to do it without gps for your sporting club that you're working with this one's going to be more on the business side of things and i'll try and keep that even split between business and and coaching so this next one's going to be all about a new technology that i've been using to help me with my content and to stay on top of my of a consistent schedule that works for me be able to provide quality content across youtube websites so your blog posts and of course social media so it can get overwhelming and it can be quite hard to consistently put out good content and I find this particular app that i'm going to share on how i use it and the different systems i've put in place to give me a, to make it sustainable and to give me some assistance. This thing has been a game changer. So I really look forward to sharing that app with you all and software, something I've been using for the last few weeks. And I've had a few coaches reach out to me and I've promoted it to them and they've been trying it out on their business. It's helping massively as well. So it's quite exciting what artificial intelligence can do these days. And, and then on, so that's going to be on Friday, same thing. If you want to buy a ticket, it's $10 on Eventbrite. You can click the link in our show notes. Or you can just simply be an Academy member for $20 and you get access to our full content library, and which includes these live coaching events that we do every month. I'm going to head over now to our YouTube channel. So sorry for those listening in on Instagram. I'm just going to look at the computer for a second, and we're going to go through our program. So for those that are watching in on YouTube, we're just going to do a quick share screen, celebrate some 
personal bets. We had some testing over the last couple of weeks for those on our program to increase our intensity over the finals campaign. And then I'm going to just quickly share my screen and go through the blog post on how many hours the typical AFL player will train. Okay, so starting off with our personal best, some standouts here with, we'll scroll right up to the top. So there's a couple of new exercises, which we won't shout out to those, but Charlie Muley hitting 105 kilos on the barbell bench press. Very good job. Bryce Milford hitting 79 kilos on the barbell bench press. Hugo Giles hitting a new PR on his barbell box squat of 63 kilos. Well done, Hugo. We've only just introduced the box squat into your phase of program. He's on our development program. Ali Burt, Bildhuit, who I'm working with this afternoon, she's hit a new bench press of 42, only just on the new, just started on the program as well. Noah Higgins, 60 kilos on the bench. Owen Hone hitting 107. That's probably going to hit, hit close to our top 10, I reckon, Owen, on the, in our program so far. And Sam Kilmy hitting 155 kilos on his box squat. That's just to name a few guys. And Flynn Senior hitting 100 kilos on his concentric bench press. Well done. Congratulations to all those that hit their PR. There's a few more as well. For those listening in or watching this weekly update in, in our academy, you can head over to the, this, the team feed in Team Builder where you can check out how you rank up against everyone that's on our Team Builder program. So you can see how you how your scores uh, sit within each key lift, as well as your personal updates. As soon as you hit a new PR, the algorithm works it out and it gives you an estimated one rep max, and then that feeds into this straight into this team feed here. That's pretty cool. Look, what we're looking at over now is, and for those listening in on YouTube, you'll be able to see the blog post. I just want to quickly share this blog post. It's all about how many hours AFL players train over a given week. As I mentioned, there's a, a breakdown of, of typically each day for a seven-day turnaround. So from a Saturday game through to an upcoming Saturday game, typically AFL players would do anywhere between 15 and 25 hours per week of, of training. And not all of that is, of course, at high intensity. Some of it's at low intensity working on craft skill or doing some active recovery like pool work or sauna so there's there's it's quite a holistic program making sure that uh, all areas are covered from a recovery tactical technical and then of course developing the athlete to be able to play their position and perform well on on game day so if you're interested in this blog post all you need to do is head over to preparelikeapro.com and we've got a resources page where we where you can see our podcast broken down into categories as well as our blog post that we post one, a new blog post every Wednesday. And then I answer some questions specifically on this topic. So there's a few sh YouTube shorts, under 60 second videos that I've embedded in this blog post. So those listening in, you can see here, ever wondered how far AFL players run typical game is one question. And another one, do you think there's an optimum distance that football players should try to run in a game? Do you have any strategies or techniques that you recommend to help running technique? And do you think the distance players run can have an impact on their playing performance? So if you're interested in answers for those questions, head to this blog post and let me know if they help your training. Going now into this week's program. So we're at the point of our program where we're not making a lot of change in terms of exercise progressions. This is the pointy end of a football season. This is exactly for those that are in the finals where you want to be and all the hard work you've done over off-season, pre-season and in-season to get to this point, we want to maximise. So that's why we don't want a lot of change. We just want the program to feel familiar. That way you're going to pull up really well. You're going to put it some good intensity 
into the program and therefore we can bring the volume down because we're, we're still going to, to maintain your strength and power over hopefully what will be another month left of the season. Whereas if you just miss sessions at this time of year in the gym and, or, or just don't, or just go through the motions that don't have any good intent and, and high intensity in the gym, then all that hard work that you've done over this point over the last nine months can, can be negatively affected. You can really start to feel sluggish come prelim time and grand final, which is obviously when you want to be feeling your best. So intensity is critical this time, but you'll notice the reps are lower. So the volume is down. We shouldn't be grinding. The speed of movement is up. That, that speed on the bar, accelerating through the bar is really, really important. And as I mentioned, that the movements won't be changing a lot. So they, you should feel that you, you, you feel comfortable with that exercise so you can really attack it. So from our call list point of view, obviously we've got our box squat. We re- reduced a set from last week. So just a set of five, five, four, and then finishing with the relatively heavy threes at 83%. Supersetting that. So straight from that heavy lift, uh, we want to go straight into our barbell banded squat to toes. So that's at quite a high box. Just to, to you want to be squatting down to the box where you would do like a really high box jump to. So it's only a small bend of the, of the hips and the knees. And then you set, accelerate through the bar up onto your toes. If you don't have rails at the bottom of your squat rig that you're at with your gym, then you can just use kettlebells like I did in the video demonstration for this drill and loop them around kettlebells and loop them onto the bar. Continue with our injury prevention work, the weighted Nordics and reverse Nordics, safety Bulgarian split squats. You'll notice the percentages are down there. And then the movement that we played around with last week, those box step-up jumps, make sure you're jumping as high as you can and sticking in the landing. So we're getting the good work through there. Our core exercise that we're doing is the slider hand walk. So we're working on your stiff arm strength. So you're locking out those elbows, not bending the elbows, lock them out, push through the ground. And you have your feet either, if you're doing it from home, then just have socks on and a slippery surface and you're going to walk onto your hands. Just watch the video demo, forward five meters and then walking back five meters. That's our Tuesday. That's our main lower body strength program for the week. Uh, and then on Wednesday, we've got our main upper body strength session. Not a lot of change from last week here, just some slight adjustments in terms of our volume. So we've got our bench press, less reps than last week and working up to as many reps as possible at 85% uh, and capping it at six. So no more than six reps just to keep us uh, feeling good and, and making sure you're not pulling up with a, 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 a inflamed shoulder. So sometimes when you really rep it out and do a max effort, you can either move poorly or just overload your shoulders, your tendons and your shoulders. So we just want to keep that um, getting good intensity, but not overdo it. So cap it at six. But if, if, if you get three, that's a good result of that intensity. And then your med ball, medicine ball power circuit. Remember, being explosive and as fast as possible. So pick a light medicine ball, anywhere between three to four kilos for most of you. And you can do the granny toss, the med ball rebound throws, and the rotational slams. If you're not allowed to throw med balls at your gym, then just move into the lying on your back supine chest throws. They should work just fine, and the gym shouldn't have an issue with those. Then we've got our Smith Machine bench throws. So it's all about throwing that bar as far as you can. I know if you were asking the questions on that a little while back when we brought that into the program. So if you're on a two-week trial and this is your first week in our program, and for those listening in that haven't aren't on our program, make sure to click the link in our Instagram bio or TikTok bio, and that will take you to the page to join this program for free. Um, but you want to throw the bar as far as you can. So we're really focusing on explosiveness. Whatever technique allows your best performance in terms of bar height, is the best one. So it doesn't need to hit your chest and come all the way down like a traditional bench press. 
it can just be a short, punchy, quick movement. If that means that that's getting the bar the highest. Everyone's going to be a bit different. For those that are quite dynamic and more speedy athlete, for you, it's going to be short and quick. For your stronger athlete, it's going to be generally a little bit slower for you to build up your momentum. Then we've got your football, football bar bench pulls just to keep a neutral grip. So we're going through, continue that. If you haven't got foot, access to football bar, then use a heavy dumbbells to continue that neutral grip. And then we've got our Torsonator Power Eat Russian Twist back into the program. So make sure to watch the video if you didn't do that in the last block of the program. But these will be with us throughout the finals program. And you can you want to just basically swivel the feet as fast as you can. So speed is really, really important, as you'll see in the demo video. And then the Beastly's exercise for the shoulders has moved into a dumbbell lateral raise. So trying to go as heavy as possible for three sets of six. Really important that we're not just strengthening up the shoulders and the chest and the back through out in front of us, but we're also building up our shoulders and that lateral frontal just to keep our shoulders and elbows healthy. So think of it like injury prevention, like we do our Nordics and our Copenhagens for the shoulders. And then Thursday, our final program, final day for workout, sorry, for the, for the week. We've got that heavy sled push straight into that explosive overspeed banded acceleration. So that's where you have the band around the hips and you either have a partner or a rig that's pulling that band towards you. So the band's actually helping you accelerate, particularly the first three steps. You can do the heavy sled for six meters. Then with, the, with your legs under a bit of fatigue, go straight into the assisted acceleration. And that's going to help you with that pop out of the contest that those first three steps which we want we want to be moving as fast as possible and then walk back to recovery and on the way back you're going to do an acceleration without the band and hopefully that contrast effect will be quite game-like in the air uh, that first effort you're trying to be as explosive as you can with some heavy legs from the sled and then your your whole body's going to be super activated and and charged from that overspeed effort that's just going to give you help you give that extra little bit of juice and energy into that final acceleration from our lateral step to lateral step to lateral crossover if you felt really comfortable with this one and you had a good hip lock at the top of the box like the video shows and your heel wasn't hitting the ground on that first step so you change your direction really nice sharp angle add a dumbbell or a weight plate throw that overhead so we're just getting a little bit of co-contraction through the hips and some good stability through our trunk and, and through our hips. So add a little bit of chaos and a bit of noise by adding in that weight plate overhead and that'll be, give us some good balance as well, which single leg balance is really, really important for footballers, kicking performance, the sprinting mechanics and maintaining speed and efficiency, those high intensity efforts on the field. Of course, no split jerk. Remember, really fast fend off with that one. So stomp the ground. We should hear that front foot hit the ground. And then we finish with your injury prevention work, the Copenhagen's single leg arabesque with med ball throws and the mini band single leg hip flexor. That's it for this week. Great work for everyone that hit their PBs last week on our key compound list. That's the last testing that we'll do for this week. Uh, sorry, for this year. So we're now we're really focusing on sharpening up, really focusing on good power to finish off this year. And hopefully everyone keeps getting wins all the way through to grand final. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, this is our last two weeks for that special offer. All you need to do is give us a review on a podcast, screenshot it, send it to me, and I'll, in return, give you a free four-week program, which will give you the whole finals programs, so this power program that I'm talking about here. And for those that are already on our academy or on our online program, because you're already on the program, you don't need that four weeks for free, I'll give you a 30-minute one-on-one coaching call where we can talk about your performance goals for the next month or you can save it for the off-season. We can talk about your off-season goals 
from a lifestyle point of view and maybe you want to try to put on muscle mass and what we need to do from a nutrition point of view and recovery to help that. And then of course, what, what drills and movements you need to attack to ensure that you're going to get that goal and, and how much weight you should put on to not affect your things like your acceleration, your speed and your endurance. So if you're interested in one or one of those, you've got two weeks left. It, it expires in August. So make sure to jump onto that deal. It's a really simple one. Rate the podcast, send the screenshot to me to prove that you've done it. And then in return, I'll send that straight over to you, one of, one of those deals. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you guys, hopefully, at the next Propel Like a Pro live chat show. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength conditioning coach. And I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content, learn who the guests are in advance, and submit questions. Access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts, and freebies and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database, and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast, and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like a Pro community possible, and just for $5 a week, you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in, and you can cancel absolutely any time.